You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I want to talk about something else, though, that's been in the news so much in the last few days. There seems to have been a spate of horrible road accidents. Well, there's no such thing as a nice one, I know, but horrible road accidents in the last few days. We had the Leaving Cert tragedy in Clonmel on Friday night, and then we had the tragedy in Cashel with the grandparents and their grandson, and the parents are still in hospital. That happened the other morning or the other afternoon. And then we had, was it one or two? Was it a three-year-old knocked down by a car in County Leash yesterday. And it's it's like nearly 120 people dead so far this year on our roads. And there's a photograph on the front page of the Examiner today where there's a guard who literally has his head in his hands. It's, It's like a look of total desperation or distress or something. The guard talking to the media about yet another fatal accident. Uh, last night I was down in Aldi for a few bits and I was heading up Maryborough Hill. It would have been before nine because it was still bright. We'll say about half eight I think it was. It was still brightish. And I was going up the, the hill at maybe, what, 25 30 miles an hour tops because the, the lights went red at uh, Maryborough Hotel there. So I was slowing down to stop for the lights. If I did, this fella came up past me on a motorbike Touching the road in spots, going like the hammers of hell, went straight through the lights. If he was going any any faster, he'd have taken off. And I just thought, God almighty, what if he meets some poor unmis- unsuspecting pe- pedestrian or other motorist on that road? And then this morning, I don't know who it was. Did anybody else hear it? At about one o'clock this morning, I was just drifting off to sleep. And I was walking by the sound of... It, it could have been a scrambler. It sounded like one of those racing bikes that goes up and down the side of Mount Vernon. Uh, at the, the, you know, the hot rod motorbiking, whatever they call it. I don't know. Don't mind me. Motocross. Motocross, that's right. Someone racing those bikes up and down Maryborough Hill around one o'clock this morning. It's crazy. The roads are deadly dangerous out there. Caroline Mannix um, is part of the Carrigaline notice board. You've had your own tragedy in Carrigaline over the last few weeks, uh, Caroline. Morning to you. Morning, PJ. How are you? Good, good. And a few near ones, even in the last few days, as kids were going back to school. Um, yes, unfortunately, um, it's 
ourselves we were in the same situation yesterday morning it was our first day back at school and we did the right thing we walked to school we stopped at the red lights waited for the green man and unfortunately somebody wasn't awake coming down the hill blew the red light and nearly hit my son mm. so if he had been a few feet forward it would have been a very different day you hug your son a little bit tighter when you get him, don't you? After that, almost definitely. We're just—I mean—we're just recovering from an absolute tragedy in Carrigaline a couple of weeks That's earlier. Right. Um, we had just passed it, and apologies for getting upset. Oh my god! <laughs> but it is—it's terrible. You do all the right things. You stop at the lights. You teach your kids road safety to look left, look right, look right, wait for the green man. But unfortunately the person that was driving this car just they just weren't paying attention and i think it's up to everybody it's everybody's responsibility who gets behind the wheel they have a duty of care to everybody around them and it's not going to change anytime soon kids are going to be going up and down to school at the same time in the morning and in the afternoon but people just need to wake up and they need to watch out for the children and they need to just be vigilant um i know we had a lot of reaction to the post that went up on facebook and there is a lot of people that are angry about it and are saying that there needs to be more guarded presence on the road and, you know, more speed bumps and speed limits. And we can enforce all of that. And the area where my son was crossing, there is a speed bump coming up to the traffic lights. Mm-hmm. There is an adequate um, footpath and cycle path going from the school right down all the way through the, the village. And people do use it. But parents are scared of their children going up and walking up on these roads when the cars are flying up and down. Um, and I know myself, even walking yesterday, I'm on the outside, the kids are on the inside. And I'm still afraid of afraid of walking up and down when you see big lorries coming up and down, tractors flying up and down the road. Cargoline Town is just not built. The infrastructure isn't there for the amount of traffic that comes in and out um, and the amount of people that live in the town. The relief so road is open now, though, isn't it, Caroline? Are people using that? They are, but you still have the, I mean, every morning you still have the same volumes of traffic coming out, in and out of school. And it's just the start of it now. Um, and it's it's dry. It was dry yesterday morning. It was lovely to see people out and about. But once the winter comes again, yeah. I think everybody is in just such a rush to get everywhere. They're, they're forgetting to stop and to concentrate and watch out for everybody else that's on the road because we all de- we all deserve to be there. We all have a right to walk safely to and from where we're going to get to go. So I was just meeting with everyone, just please slow yeah. down, take your time. You know, we'll all get there eventually. That place where little Andre Ladero died, I know it well. I lived in Carrigaline, Caroline, for 10 years, and yes. I, I know the place very well. That's a notoriously dangerous spot and, ha- there, and has it been is. for years. Yeah, it is because you have people that are trying, again, they're rushing to get everywhere and trying to get ahead of the next car that's coming onto the roundabout. Um, I understand where why you have traffic lights there. You do have a cycle lane that's going from the top of the hill all the way down towards the park, um, the Cargillan Community Centre. So it is a continuous line that pedestrians and cyclists can use, but it's one traffic light after another as you're coming into Cargillan. And with so many cars coming in and out of the city centre, everybody is trying to get places. And it's just... 
it's just not working and something needs to be done. It really does because there has already been one horrible accident. We really don't want another. Yeah. Yeah, no, the whole town, I was only down there in the last few days and people are still talking about this gorgeous little boy and mm-hmm. and and the tragedy that occurred to him. And as I said, knowing the geography, I know that crossing. And I, I just, as I was driving home myself, I, I took a look and I thought, yeah, they're right. That's lethally dangerous. Mm-hmm. Lethally dangerous. Because you're on the you're on the crossing before you even know it. And yes, somebody right. who's not familiar with the area and with the new layout of the road, if you're not familiar with the area, you you're on it before you even notice. That's right. So you're coming to the roundabout, and you're going through the roundabout, and literally you you are on that crossing, and there's someone on that crossing before you even know where you are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so I'm just asking parents and drivers, um, please slow down. Please just watch out for the kids. And you know, we're hoping that um, the roadway or the the safe pathway that we have that is built, we're just waiting on a CPO um, to push through for the walkway going from Carrigmacur up to the Gwale Skull. Is that still going that on? Opens up. Carigla- or are they still trying to get that sorted? <laughs> My son is going into his third year up in the school now. We're still waiting for um, a CPO to be pushed through. I know, I know. Why is everything so slow in this country? And it's something that would take so much traffic off the roads. The kids would be off the main roads. You know, I would be an awful lot happier as a parent walking to the end of the footpath and knowing that my kids will arrive up at the school grounds safely with, with no traffic. And it will put my mind at ease, definitely. And I will be more inclined to walk and make the effort to go and take another car off the road. Um, but unfortunately, it's, it, we are still waiting on that. Caroline, I wish everybody well down there. I know the town still reeling from that tragedy. The young Andre Ladero, described as a bright, curious and kind young man whose smile and personality lit up a room. Real sadness across the town ever since that happened not by no means, not just because of what happened to him, but because people in the area have known for a very long time that it was almost an accident waiting to happen. And people have been contacting us, maybe too upset to go on the air about that crossing since the accident. And I can remember when I was living down there and my friends were down there, that crossing has always been really dangerous, too close to the roundabout. Join the conversation. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Cork's 96FM. Now, I've spoken to Olivia Keating before on the Opinion Line. Olivia was the victim of a horrendous hit and run accident back in 2016. And you literally, Olivia, your face anyway, and many other parts of your body had to be literally pieced back together. A uh, man called Dr. Jason Vandeveld saved your life uh, at the side of the road, with no doubt about that. How are you now? <laughs> I'm good, thanks very much, PJ. Um, yeah, um, I, w- I was incredibly lucky. I had paramedics attend the scene and I had uh, West Cork Rapid Response with Dr. Jason. Um, and as he said, you know, when he was trying to put the windpipe um, down, he lit- the bones from my face just lifted off. <laughs> 
Um, and again, it, I, I, you know, I had great care in CUH and in the, the, the National Rehab above in Dunleary. But um, yeah, it, it's taken a bit of time. Mm. <laughs> there are certain things that I'll always have to live with. But, you know, um, I'm doing incredibly well. Good, I, good. And, really, and, really and, it's, and it's great to hear it. You were the victim of a hit and run. You were out on a bike and you were hit by a passing motorist. Yes, that's right. I was out cycling. It was the, the day before the, the Cork City Marathon, which I was due to do. Um, and that's why I ended up doing it with Dr. Jason, because it was very important to me just to get that done. Um, but um, yeah, I, I was just hit from behind and I ended up, and again, it wasn't a huge speed. I think they said it was approximately around 50, 60 kilometers an hour, mm. um, which generally, if you if, if a person is hit, Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If at that speed, your, your chances drop dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's actually scary how much, like 30 kilometers, you might be okay Anything above that, it's it's literally going down um, the percentage. So you hit a road sign. Very lucky. Your face yeah. and head hit a road sign with such force that you bent it, and then you hit a brick yeah. wall. Like you're lucky to be alive. But all of these accidents that that we're observing in the last few days, Olivia, they've, I think they've inspired you to appeal to people: slow down. It is like, and first of all, my condolences to all those families. It's you know, I won't lie to you. The first, you know, anytime I see them, my heart sinks just a little. Um, and then, like literally within a couple of days, there was another horrific accident, and it, it's nearly a whole family wiped out. Um, and again, look, I, I'm I, like a lot of people tend to blame or point a finger. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just it, like we're all responsible. I'm responsible when I'm on the road. Um, every single person that gets behind the, the wheel, um, we're all responsible. So it's just to slow down, pay attention, put the phone away. Um, you know, if you're tired, pull in, have a nap. There's so many things that we can do ourselves to try and prevent this. Um, yes, we have organizations like the RSA, we have the guards, we have so many other people out there trying to help. But generally, it's down to us as road users um, to try and slow down. So, you know, as I said, it's anytime I see it, like, it, like obviously anything I hear hitting on, it, it just gives me shivers. But, you know, it is incredibly sad to think about how many people have been lost this year mm. um, on the roads. And, and again, like a lot of things that we're not hearing about are people like me, people who've been severely injured. Um, some people will never make a recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I was incredibly lucky. I worked really, really hard, and you know, a lot of things fell into place for me to say that I, I had such a successful recovery. But not everybody is as lucky, so we we don't hear about those. And 
again, it's something that people need to bear in mind. It's not just that person. It's everybody that's connected to that person is affected. That's right. I mean, if you just look and we're talking there to Caroline in Carrigaline, like the whole town of Carrigaline has been affected by, by little Andre's death. It's 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 absolutely like when again I saw it I was just you know I just was saying please God he'll be okay and you know I was just looking out for updates and then when I saw God love us he didn't make it it's it's horrendous and like that's all the, his school friends all his family yeah and then the like, leaving it's, it's, the leaving cert tragedy on Friday night and then yeah. the thing in Cashel the other morning or the other evening it's just it's it's been a terrible spate of it hasn't it. It has, and like I, uh, I think it's again, you know, like we we can we can look at to blame a lot of organisations, but I don't think that's. I think it's down to us. Mm. You know, I think we've all we've all had little scares. I think it, if we all put our hand up and we've be honest, had, we've all had our tips. We've all had our scares. I've had mine. Do you know? Yeah, and um, I think it's just, and again, you know, it's easy for me to say I've been there. I've been at the other side of it. So. No, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm in the car and I'm actually, you know, like I see a cyclist and I am backing off and I'm making sure I'm not overtaking them until I have time. I don't care how long the queue is behind me. Um, number one, I want to be safe myself, but I don't want to, you know, do what was done to me to anybody else. I um, and I just think, you know, if you're going somewhere and you're like, we, we were all in a rush. You know, is, you know, dropping the kids to school more important than destroying somebody's life potentially is, you know, going to work that morning or being late. I think sometimes we just have to face facts that we're going to have to be late. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I remember just, I was involved in, in the thing in the Rochestown Park a few years ago. I was asked to host an event, a road safety event for young people where they brought hundreds of them in from the schools and showed them and introduced them to people who'd been in, in accidents. And one of the men who spoke that morning, he was a chap, he'd been left in a wheelchair. He was really funny. He just this wonderful way of communicating with a crowd. And he said, look at me, he said, look at me. I was 10 minutes late. And this is the effing result. Yeah. And I think, it, like, as you said, it, it's so true. I think sometimes you're hearing it directly from a person. And I know the RSA are getting involved with a lot of work with really young kids. And I think it's getting the message to kids as young as you possibly can. Um, you know, like, even if you look about the environment, the way they've they've gone ahead and they're educating kids really, really young ages um, so that they're out there and they're, they're being, you know, careful and they're conscious and they're aware. It's the same with the roads. I think if you do get there young, um, you, you plant that seed in their head that, you know, it's it's not fun. It, it's not good to do these things, silly things on the roads. Um, but it is, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. Like the RSA have a lovely, it, it's a worldwide day of remembrance in November. Yeah. Um, and I was up there and I, it's a beautiful mass and a service. Um, it's to remember road victims Um the, the deaths and the people who are severely injured. Um, and it was a lovely thing because you have people from the, the fire brigade, you have the guards that the fire brigade are out there dealing with horrific crashes. People forget that, you know, what they have to go through is horrendous and mm-hmm. the same as the guards and the paramedics. And it, it was like a, a joining of all these organizations plus the people who were affected. And there was one man and it will forever stick out in my mind and we were chatting after the ceremony and we were saying how lovely it was. And he was saying that it was his daughter 20 years ago was killed 
and every year for 20 years he's attending the ceremony you know he's like 20 years it's still something that he was so severely affected by mm-hmm. um, still as raw as yesterday yeah and I, I think it's, it's just to to remember that you know when time goes you know your injuries may heal you know certain things may heal but you'll always be affected by it yeah. so it's it's just to remember that and I think you know if if we all, especially with all the kids going back to school, people going back to work in the office, you're meeting up with friends, just maybe try and leave a couple of minutes early. You know, right. if you're early, isn't it great? You might have to sit around for five minutes, but isn't that a lot better than rushing, Into. hitting a person, you know, yeah, causing... Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's something, if we can just bear in mind, it would be great. All right. Olivia, great talking to you. And glad to know that you are making a good recovery from that horrendous accident in 2016. That's Olivia Keating. Now, Ed Buckley, uh, you retired fireman, um, and you went to far too many accident scenes that you care to remember, Ed, and you found over the years speed. Speed was the big one. Morning, and delighted. Good morning. I'm delighted that you're you're covering this subject this morning because it's something very close to my heart. <clears throat> and like every other member of emergency services, must be in the hospital, the guardies, ambulance, fire, whatever. It does leave an, uh, a mark on when you see all of these situations. And my own personal view, I know nothing about the recent uh, situations about loss of life, but from my experience, uh, speed is a major factor in all of that. And people go out there and they, they have no regard. I, I'm not referring to anyone now that's in these situations because I know I know nothing about them other than what I hear on the radio and see television. But driving around at the moment, um, and I mentioned on several occasions, going up and down from, from Little Island, passing through uh, Dunkettle, there's absolutely no regard for the speed limits. Yeah. Whether we like them or not, we should adhere to them. We have to adhere to them. Yeah. And what worries me greatly is driving down there. You adhere to the, the limit, and the sump will pass you twice as much as fast. Yeah. I spotted it last night. I was going up, as, as I said, going up Maryborough Hill about half eight, right. 25 to I nine. That, yes. and, yeah. and this motorbike was barely touching the road. That's right. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I think also, you know, it's, it's coming to a stage of an epidemic, for want of a better word, because even the fire service, and we've always mentioned the fire service. They're dealing with as many road traffic situations as there are fires. And it's getting completely out of hand. We have no guardie, through no fault of them, I can assure you. We have no one policing the roads. The, the vans very seem to be very scarce around the place. And I have no sympathy for anyone who's caught speeding. Because we have to respect the people who are using the roads. If somebody wants to take his life in a sense, that's bad enough by careless driving. But he's endangering other people. Yeah. And there has been children lost over the over the years, as you well know, and you've covered them. And you've mentioned there a while ago something which is very close to my heart, and I was very much involved with it, was the extra road show on the Rochestone Park. Yes. And that was great help, and I think that has to be enhanced again and put on the back on the... I'm not sure if it's running at the moment, to be honest with you, but at least it let people see what happens when something goes wrong. And I won't be liked for what I'm saying, but there's a lot of young people driving around there today and the license should be taken off of them. Why? Because they have no regard for people or themselves. And the only time that they'll realise that they've done something wrong is when they're inside in the A&E department. Yeah. And the lady who was on before, just before I went on there now, she summed it up very, very well also. We never think these things are going to happen to us. And it's bad enough when they do. 
but there's young children after dying this week. Yeah. And you have the, for the, the people in Clonmel, my heart bleeds for those people. Yeah. And I've known people over the years, like everybody else, not just me, I want to emphasize that part. There's thousands of people. I've met people over the years who've lost loved ones in road traffic situations. And they helped us in the courses that we did with the road safety and accident and everything else. And they gave their views of the hurt that they suffered. And it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. And there's four families, there, there's four people up there that died in Clonmel. The families of those people, you can only imagine, their lives have changed forever. That's right. The same with the Tipperary, the young child up in Leash and the man up further up the country who died on yesterday. That's right, yeah. Accidents will happen. There's no two doubt, there's no doubt about that. But most of the situations that occur today and any member of the emergency services will vouch for this. A lot of them is carelessness, i.e. speed, drink drugs, whatever the case it is. And we, we have an epidemic and I hope to God that there's somebody out there in the government listening and will do something about this once and for all because it's dangerous going on the road now. It's very dangerous. Ed, as always, grateful for your experience and, and your wisdom. Ed Buckley, retired uh, fire officer. Thank you very much. Corks 96 FM.